Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Rob Shooter, hello. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Of course, my name is Garrett. That's Rob Shooter. How are you, friends? Really, really good. I was sick last week. I got a terrible sinus you infection. You probably the worst <laughs> immune system out of all my friends possible. There's like maybe a top three of friends that are always sick. Right. You're one of the top I, three. I, I, I do get sick a lot. I do, I do party hard, though, and I play really, really hard. Party hard makes me sound like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I, I go out a lot. I drink a lot. I talk Slap, a lot. I'm getting slapped in the face for a cute. <laughs> children uh, Can you believe being, that? Uh, trafficked in. While it was going on, so yesterday, Lindsay, did, uh, a couple of days ago, Lindsay did this video where she's in Moscow talking to this uh, refugee family and right. trying to remove the children. Never a good idea to remove children from families. No, and 100%. Um, Not a good idea. And so Lindsay ended up getting like pushed in the face or punched in the face. And while it was happening, she she decided, we didn't ambush her. This wasn't the press. She's the one she, that recorded this and put it up. On it's her decision. Like, I wouldn't decide that this would be a good thing to put out After there. After she got punched in the face, she turned into Madonna all of a sudden because she had a, this accent. She did, she, the accents with her are so, so odd. But in any case, while it was happening, several of Lindsay's friends were texting me like, she's in a bad place again and is she abusing substance? And I, it was not good. Lindsay, Lindsay, get it together. Alright, well before we get started, yes. I want to call you out on something, Rob. So, uh, 
You said you were on your way in to record, and uh, rightfully so. And, yes, and, this morning. You know, I in my mind, I, I envision you waking up out of bed, very happy, joyous, I birds like chirping, you know, and you rush to the cab or Uber to get downtown to come to me. And you Limousine. said, I will be here at, at uh, you know, so-and-so time. And I go, great. <laughs> Ten minutes prior to your arrival, thinking that you're still in transit, you're outside the park taking selfies of yourself. Thank you for and calling And I only out. know that because you posted it on <laughs> thank, social thank media. Thank you for Let me talk you through the timeline. I texted you, I'm right. going to be here a little early. Right. And um, so I stopped for a cup of coffee, and um, I was going to rush over after coffee. Coffee's out, you know, two, two seconds away. And you were like, slow it down, I've got a staff meeting. Yeah, yeah. So I said to myself, you know what? It's a lovely morning to go and sit in this park and kill 10 minutes and enjoy my coffee. And take it in. And that's what I did. I, honestly, you're the one. You I did say. I just wasn't say. expecting to see a selfie well, I was, of you. I, I, I had nothing to do. I had to kill 10 it's minutes. A, it's a very nice and selfie, so I thought, well lit. I looked, well, I looked outside, and I was going to run out of there for my coffee and run to the studio, and I got a text from you saying, you've got to delay 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, you know what? All right, if we, I've got you, 10 minutes to kill. All right, if you want to put that on me. Is this I will, confirmed? No, I, this actually happened. I've got I, the text. I, I know. I have the text. So I, I went, so I decided to put it. It's a nice lesson in life. Instead of getting annoyed, because my first instinct was like, oh, Gareth, I'm busy. And I was like, instead of being a, like a fool, I've just been given 10 minutes with nothing to do. And I was like, you know what? So you took advantage I'm going to go it. sit on a park bench, which I haven't done in five years. Great life I'm going to sit on a park bench. I'm going to find a squirrel if it kills me. And literally, and I'm going to enjoy my coffee. So instead of like right, running, you actually, it was a lovely gift you gave me. Instead, oh, Each welcome. day I run around like a lunatic. And I, want you to remember and I never that stop and smell the roses. And this morning, I didn't smell a rose, but there was a couple of homeless people that I did smell. <laughs> and I thank you for it, your mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's talk about some some craziness that has gone yes. on in the world of celebrityness. Um, I have I have a few thoughts on the the Kardashian West family. Uh, tell me after uh, SNL, so it's uh, so, a big so weekend on SNL. So Kim and Kanye and the whole crew, the family, are in town because Kanye was filling in for Ariana Grande in the season premiere of Saturday Night, yeah. Night Live. So Ariana was going to go on. Everything that's gone on with with the death of of Mil- Matt, 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 Matt Miller. Matt, Matt Miller. She, she postponed, although she was there. She did turn up at the studio, so she was meant to perform on SNL. She decided that she did not want to now. That show has added meaning to her now because right. obviously she's engaged to Pete. And I think for the season premiere, they had a lot of skits, a lot of comedy worked out about the two of them. They still did some of them without right. her. But there's a lot, you know, it's funny that this sort of guy on SNL that you don't really know is now a superstar because of her. So well, she's getting on. Yeah, that was even one of the sketches within SNL. It was really was, funny. Was like what have you been doing this the, summer? Well, one of the lower guys who was like, I want to become famous. And then Pete Davidson walks out, sees Lauren Michaels, and they're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. And then he changes his hair and his persona. He tries to get a celebrity girlfriend. It's Wendy really Williams, the quickest yeah. way to become famous. Get oh. a celebrity girlfriend. And so uh, Ari- uh, Ariana was there, but she didn't want to perform. So Kanye filled in. They say at the last minute, but he had a week to rehearse. He knew this was going to yeah. happen. He was a pain in the ass from the day he arrived. I can he imagine. wanted to... Um, you see he- how he rolled up to SNL? No, tell me. He rolled... So, you know, he has his shoe line. Yes. He rolled up in a... Cadillac, I believe, in the shape of his slipper. In a shoe? In a shoe. Oh, let, let me see. see I, oh, let's see if I can find it's it. It's just we talk. so weird for me, and I want to be like a fan, but it's so weird. So he performed dressed as a, a Perrier bottle. Which was really just silly, I thought. I don't think it was cool or hip. Remember when Justin Timberlake was danced as like a... a but that was a sketch. Of, it was really funny. Kanye did a song. He was meant to drop an album on Saturday night, a new album. That didn't happen. See, here's my, here's my thought on Kanye. Um, and this happens, you can go back to the last maybe two albums of his. 
So he had his comments about slavery, and even so, this weekend he said he wanted to abolish the 13th, the 13th Amendment, Amendment, pretty much giving people the rights to own slaves, which is uh, dumb. Here's the thing. Kanye is very smart in the sense, just like his wife, of stirring the pot. And what does he do by stirring the pot? He gets press. So obviously the music doesn't speak well for itself, but aside from his latest single, which was like the biggest YouTube hip-hop song ever— um, he stirs the pot in the sense where it gets everyone talking. You have you have the hip hop community going, "How dare you?" You have you have the far right side going, "Hooray, we got someone speaking." He got the president's tweet. He, he got the president of the United States to tweet. Yeah. And so Kanye stirs the pot. He's that friend in the relationship that goes, "You know what?" I got something coming up. It's the equivalent of when a movie star like Tom Cruise saves a life the week Mission Impossible is opening. Yeah, the difference with it, the, the reason I don't think they're, they're, they're equivalents is when Tom does something, it always goes back to the movie or selling tickets right. or it tries to. Kanye does stuff that distracts from his music for me and his last album did not do very well. Right. The album that was meant to drop on Saturday did not. Like Where I think Kim is smarter, I never thought I'd say this, I think Kim is smarter than Kanye because all the attention she's managed to get throughout her life has led to business opportunities or success of that reality show. All the Kanye craziness, I think, has actually hurt his career, not helped it. He might have made him more famous, but I don't know if it's helped his career as a musician. And now I think it's going to hurt his career too as a designer. I think that the deals he has with the sneakers and stuff, people, he's alienating a massive, massive segment the shoes of his are great. Or, yeah, I mean, I wish I had great, my own They're too pair. expensive, but like he's messing with a, like, a massive sense of, of, of his fan base. And I think it's silly. Can uh, so I have another theory about Kanye and Kim. So as we know, Kim had a few meetings now. She's gone to the White House to talk about prison reform. Yeah. Great, she's got somebody. A, a great get a pardon. Kim and Kanye married. I think the deal, not a deal, but kind of like an understanding, has been made that. You you want us to scratch your back in your prison reform situation, which is all well and good, but we need help from someone like Kanye to support us. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying the Trump administration is saying, if we help you, we want why, to— Why out of—and out of, uh, this might be me, me being naive to a situation, right. but why of all people, Kim Kardashian, yes, she wants to do good, but why would she, out of everyone in the world—we're talking about doctors who are trying to solve problems for cancer and AIDS right. and, and, and the world— right. Be on a list of trying to meet with the president, Kim Kardashian. Given I, the name, I agree. In, a, in, a, in a regular environment, it would never happen. But we're not in normal times. Correct. And, and I, so I, I think that as smart as the Kardashians are, we also have a president that's very unusual. And I think that someone like Donald Trump is probably more interested in meeting Kim than he is in someone from the UN. But I, I think they they've met before. But but with that, I I think and Kim, he does like publicity too. Like he's oh, a savvy well, he's I think savvy I, But this all goes back to why I think Kanye. And a, but is, then does it all become a big press stunt? It, everything. Well, I, I, I honestly, it's I, just I, exhausted. I, I, all to stop. I thought about this today. I'm, I'm pretty sure there, there had to be some type of, you know, quid pro quo. They would ask, yeah. like the White House, Donald Trump's White House is, is savvy enough media-wise. I've known him a long time in New York City, and as a celebrity, forget as a president, as a celebrity, he was terrific at getting attention. This is someone that's not a movie star, not a recording artist. He built buildings, and he actually did, and he put his name on them. But he got so much attention. So Donald knows how to get publicity. I think you might be onto something. It just there's all, something. I don't know yeah. to what degree, but... But I don't more, think it even helps Donald, though. Be, like, because, I don't know. Be, because Kanye has, uh, you know, 
outside of saying dumb comments, and uh, he's never said I'm pro Trump. He's worn the hat, well, the he, hat. and you just assume yeah. that. But he's never said I'm against him or for. They're him. really mad with him. At SN- Sorry, but, finish. But, but but with that 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 magna hat that he wears, the Make America Great uh, red hat that he wears. It pretty much doesn't say yes or no, but people just come to their own assumptions, yeah, causing, think, I mean, he, causing them to go, you know what? Screw you, Kanye. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, he walks a very fine line on it. Uh, after the show on Saturday night, so after the show ended, and he didn't get cut off. The right. show gets cut off at, at one o'clock. You know, it's a time slot. You can't oh, just course. carry on. It's not the Oscars where they just keep going. So, you know, Info boom, have to it's come over. On yeah, boom, o'clock. it's done. And they've paid for that slot, so boom, you're off. So Kanye came out at the end and sang a third song, which I've never seen happen on the show. And then after the third song, he started to do. <laughs> Do, uh, a monologue about Trump, and they they cut off. But that wasn't because they cut him off because of what he was saying. He could have been talking about Liza Minnelli, and they would have right. cut him off. Like it didn't matter what he was talking. About. They had to cut him off. But Chris Rock, who was in a dressing room, recorded the feed that was still on internally, and that's the video that's got out. It is so awkward. So he's talking about Trump. The cast members behind him heads to the floor. There's booze in the audience. Two people clap, and then the cast slowly walk off stage. And it's not even whether or not you're a Trump fan. I know a lot of listeners are. It's just the time and the place. If you'd got up there and done a Hillary speech, it wouldn't have got a, a big response. It just it's, it's well, one it o'clock would have in the morning. Too, I want to, yeah, that's... it's one in the morning. I want to go to the party. Yeah. Like done. He just makes everything about him. And what I'm told though, which is really interesting, is SNL is pissed with him, not because of what he did. They like all this. They like attention. They like yeah, the ratings, the, the are ratings up are up bit. through you know seven percent. They're doing great. What they didn't like is that he lied about them. He said they that him. he was bullied and he was told not to wear a hat. Well, you know what's My sources are saying that's absolutely not true. And had that been the case, they wouldn't have let him wear the hat and, for the promos. And, 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 he wore that hat in the promos and they did not have to air it. And the fact they did shows you they don't care. This this is what makes me think that it's him stirring the pot for oh, the is. press. Because Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss yeah. Beats, uh, made a video that he put out on, uh, I believe, yesterday or early this morning going, you and I were in a studio no more than two days ago talking about that hat and what it represents. And not only did you look at me in the face and you told me exactly what we were talking about and we both agreed on many of things, for you to go on television, you're pretty much, I'm calling your BS on uh-huh. it. And, 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 and then he played a uh-huh. song that pretty much, you uh-huh. know. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't tell him not to wear it. But, but that's the thing. So he was with, and that made me even go, you know what? I, this is a big publicity. Yeah, it is. And I feel, and I'm sick of being played to, and I won't be anymore. I'm done with it. I'm over Kanye. Just make some great music. And I'm not the type of person that says, you know, celebrities should shut up and just perform. Like, our president's a celebrity, so I don't mind celebrities having political views. I get everybody. I just it, think, it, like, oh. It, it's just. He, stop playing he's, he's me or not, causing trouble. He's or, not as informed as. He's not as informed. Uh, and, uh, Captain America, what, Chris. Um, who's Captain America? Chris Pratt, Chris uh, Martin, Chris Chris Don, Evans. Chris Evans came out this morning on Twitter and said, like, the most infuriating thing about this is you're just so not informed. Yeah. And you don't read history. And, you don't know you history. Could, and, and just you could shut be up. For, you could be for the president or against yeah. it. It really doesn't matter. It's more about just Kanye taking taking advantage of an opportunity where the world is divided as it is. And just stirred and saying, it up. look, I'm yeah. here. I'm going to make the world. I'm trying to bring them together, but not no, you're at the not same really. time. He's just trying to rip it apart. But uh, you can support the president or you, or you don't. But I don't think anybody, I hope, 
maybe some people do. I hope nobody supports and slavery. Why, and that's so why just sh- the slavery stuff. Kanye. And, and, I, and that's why I think... What do you think Kim thinks? Kim's really smart. I've hence, known her for a long is, time. And I she's think, savvy. That's why I think... Like, I, so I don't you think, think she said... They went out to the party. Uh, uh, they went out to the SNL after party they together. Did, they did. You know, so that's why... He was I, shunned at the party. But They're like, even though he was shunned... Kim Kim knows that this is this is not just you know she's taking advantage of the opportunity too. Right, right, right. She got because of him she got into the White House. Yes, she did. You know what I mean? So she did. and he's the type of guy that goes, you know what? I'll take a bullet for you because he's that type of husband. Right. So he doesn't care if you call him a name. He doesn't care what you think of him. At the end of the day, as long as his family's happy, because he's a f- very family-oriented guy. So you think he's doing all this so that Kim can get her? Her white her prison reform, uh, not just prison reform, but start of something. Maybe Kim wants to get into politics. Right. I do think. I mean, thinks it's an Angelina Jolie move. I get, I get. You, you can transform yourself. You can in life, but you got to uh, start somewhere. And I think this is her. Well, thing. that's starting at the top. That's not like me. Mm-hmm. You starting somewhere is like but, we but work again, for the local re- community, right, like gardening board. Yeah, right? no. like, can I plant gar- flowers PTA, on Twenty Third you know, Street? Well, that's right. Well, can I be on the PC? Can I cut oranges at the, the football library game? and then check out books for you? No, <laughs> like, but, but again, it's a Kardashian. Kim starts in the Oval Office. You gotta start somewhere. She works down. Why don't you start in the Oval Office? Jeez. Have you ever been to the Oval Office? uh, No. It is. I went once. um, What president? Clinton, Clinton, he was not there clearly, uh, but, but Al Gore was. So who, I was who are you there? Barry Manilow. So oh, I was wow. in DC, and Barry Manilow's Copacabana jacket, that big white yep. puffy jaffy, was being put in the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian collects yeah. all these like cultural artifacts of pop culture stuff, and so imagine that hat makes it in there. Yeah, they wanted Aretha's hat, and she said no. Aretha Franklin said no. She said, it's my hat. She said, it's an expensive hat. No. She, I'm taking it yeah, to the grave it. with no, me. No, she's dead. She might give it. I think it's actually going to end up in Obama's library because she likes him a lot. But um, so I was in D.C. and we went to the White House and we went on this little private tour and we went in the Oval Office. And then while we were coming out of the Oval Office, which I don't think is on the regular tour, Al Gore's assistant, Al Gore was the vice president. Right. Al Gore's assistant was like, the vice president would love to meet you, Mr. Manilow. And he had lift. And I was like, shit, like, what's going on? And then so we, we got marched into the vice president's office, right. not the Oval Office, a square office, but nevertheless, a very nice office. The one off beat yeah. to the side. And we sat the on the couch, and it was just at the same time that Al Gore was on the cover of Rolling Stone, and his crotch looked massive. <laughs> Remember that cover? It was so shocking. He sat on a chair with his legs apart, and all that looked at you on this cover was his <laughs> penis. So you're in the vice and president's office sits down, of the United and States. And we're on a low couch, a low couch. So our eye level... Is on Al Gore's crotch. Oh and my. he's on the cover of Rolling Stones. And so everyone's talking about the size of his <laughs> penis. And the three of us are sitting on the couch, maybe there's four of us, we're sitting on the couch, eye level with Al Gore's penis. <laughs> and it was massive. And I just, like, I was like, this is only in America. Hey, that presidency, you know, a lot went on in that White <laughs> oh House. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, all right, so let's talk about two people that you have very close ties to, uh, which where you started earlier on in your career Jessica Simpson. Jessica! So this is where I, uh, you know, to me, if you're pregnant, you could put on a billion and a half pounds, and as long as you're health, happy and healthy. But I don't, I don't get why celebrities think that they can't put on weight when they're pregnant. Yeah, I think Jessica has had issues. Well, I know Jessica's had issues with her weight her entire life, as, and as everyone yeah, in, the, people, in yeah, the universe. I think the last pregnancy, she would argue, not the press, not friends, not not enemies. She would argue that she she had a really hard time dropping the weight, the baby weight, right. and she oh, thinks she'd easy. probably put on probably too much. So I think what the story is, or naughty gossip is reporting today, my my website is this pregnancy. She's just going to have a train. 
dinner. She's going to be, and I think like anything in life, the more you do something, the better you get at it. Or the more So now this is, I think, her third baby, maybe fourth. And so she just knows now not to eat everything, to try and be a little bit more healthy. You know, maybe do some exercising while you're pregnant. And so I think what it's a good idea. Guys yeah, I know nothing. I know nothing. Whatsoever. I know nothing about any of this. But, it's just but so what I do thing. like though is that she's not being shamed into doing this. This is her decision. Well, the, and I think did I, your wife was she, when she was pregnant was weight something she was or, or health? I, I think it's every every woman, even though it, it, it shouldn't matter, but in their head. My sister. I remember when my sister Christine was pregnant, and. I don't think it was her size. It wasn't. It wasn't vanity. She just wanted to be healthy so that she could have a healthy pregnancy. Right. And so she was like, you know, sitting down and eating an entire chocolate cake might not be the smartest idea for me or the baby. I'm not judging this. It's your baby. It's your body, Christine. But so I think I know when my sister was pregnant. She, you know, she had her, her urges and her 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 things that she that she needed to right. eat pickles or whatever she needed to eat. But I think she definitely was aware that there was a human being growing inside of her and what she put in her mouth when in the baby's mouth and like you know i don't know i think anything more awareness about what's going on in your body and your life i think it's a good idea yeah you can't have judgments on it though like and it's not our place to, to say anything. all right let's play let's play a game so you've worked with jennifer lopez early on in her career uh, around the ben affleck Diddy. yeah uh, Diddy? Oh, oh yeah ben affleck back in the scene we can talk to him in a second uh right, right she was dating diddy or ben affleck when both? They were, oh both at the same time you're so you were right in the middle you were the middleman. uh so she just wrapped up her big Las Vegas residency. Hundred million. That's what I was, that's what I was doing to say. Hundred million dollars. Now, uh, does she get a hundred million? Well, or? so interesting. She's been there for three years. Right. It is potentially possible that she could get thirty million a year, which is a hundred million. Her shows are selling out. This is what's so interesting about a Vegas contract. It's not on the tickets you sell. It's on. So if I do a concert, you do a concert at Madison Square Gardens, me and you as the, as the artist right. are going to make the box office, a percentage of the box office. Correct. In Vegas, it's how much customers, how much attention, how much buzz you bring into the hotel. Right. So it's about gambling. So the casinos actually lose money, some of them on the shows, but they do them to get 2,000 people in. Then after the show's over, so those 2,000 go? people go to the tables. It's the equivalent of going on a ride at Disney World and ending yes. up at the gift shop, you know? Yes! It's like a going to see... Yeah, I went to see shop. Frozen and I walked out through the gift shop yeah. and I bought three like penguins. So I was like, my God, it's more expensive <laughs> than the ticket. You could have given me a free ticket you would have made money. And that's why in Vegas Vegas, it's so in Vegas. They have a two-drink minimum because they want you drunk in the oh, showroom. Of course, it's like a comedy So you come club. out and then you're a little cloudy on the tables or the slot machines. They also too have a time restriction on the show because the more time you're in that in that arena, the less time you're at the tables. Oh, yeah. So they will literally bring the that, curtain that, down on you. The, the shows are 90 hits. minutes. Quick, fast, fast. And performers love doing it because it's a short show and they're guaranteed a ton of money that they couldn't make unless they played arenas. So that's why when you go to Vegas, you see these stars in small venues because it's not about the ticket. It's about the gambling. All right. Uh, now, this is something, uh, I don't know, maybe you can... Uh, and Diddy turned it, up just yeah, to finish off. Uh, to Diddy was goodbye. there to say goodbye. Uh, um, and, they have and such an interesting relationship. Like, good question though. Can you be friends with your ex? Clearly, Jennifer is. She's still friends with Ben. She's I still friends with Mark person Anthony. By person, like, yeah, can you? Be, she's still friends with Diddy. What does um? What does A Rod think about that though? How right. do I think? A Rod was there, so A Rod's there. I think as long as he's confident in the sense that I I'm with her yes. and not them. Uh, you know, hey, that's have fine. you have you met any of your wife's exes? Uh, no. 
Have she met any of yours? Um, no. Do you have any exes? Pro- uh, probably. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm still dating them. I have never broken up with them. I How don't know. many girlfriends have you had? Uh, maybe a handful. Oh, Garrett, you're so sweet. Oh, Did like... you lose your virginity with your wife? Uh, no. Oh, thank God. Because you could. You're that type of guy. Well, but thank you're you very that, much. No, it's not a compliment, but no, no it is. Just... You could. You could. I'll, I'll think about that one you later. You could. All right. So another thing that celebrities love to do, aside from having birth and dating a bunch of other celebrities, is buy houses. So- I believe this is like Ellen DeGeneres' like fifth house. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres is like a real estate mogul at this point. She's the Donald Trump of the of the, of East the West Coast, Coast yeah. of Beverly the West Hills. Coast. Fifteen million dollars just plops it right down. I'm sure that's just like one of her lines of many. There, Magnus, I went to I beat two of Ellen's houses accidentally. So when I was working for JLo, Jennifer bought Ellen's old house. So I went to it after Jennifer bought it. Right. So it was Ellen's house that Jennifer moved into. Jessica Simpson bought Ellen's old house too. And so she had somebody. So, she, so I've seen two of Ellen's houses that when the, the star I knew when I went to visit that it was still Ellen's house. So Ellen had just moved out. It wasn't like five years later and right. Jessica had put a pool in. And so it was Ellen's wallpaper. It was Ellen's rugs. It was Ellen's curtain. Like, you know, it was, it was still Ellen. She has immaculate taste. The bathrooms are sick. She even left Porsche there. She, stop <laughs> it. The, the bathrooms are sick. The gardens. Oh, it's unbelievable. If you buy, if you want a house and you have a lot of money and you want one that you could really just move into with a toothbrush, buy an Ellen house. Um, all right. So 15 million. Can you imagine that? She just bought a house. Do you think she lives in there? Or are they investment properties? Think, or? At this point, I think the she fact that two of her ex houses show I, they sell but, but them. But here's the thing, though. So let's just say she realizes, like, hey, I'm Ellen DeGeneres, you're a Porsche <laughs> Durasi. Together, you know, we're a, a power couple in Hollywood. Let's just live here for a month, <laughs> right. skyrocket the value of the house. Right, right. She's and then Taylor's house. The one that Jessica Simpson bought was on this private. Ryan Seacrest even bought one of his houses. Everyone house. lives in Ella's houses. Yeah, right. Jessica, the one that Jessica bought, it was this beautiful little cottage almost. It was on a private street, so you had to get past the security guard. And you drove down the street. And in the front yard, it was like a, a, a brick wall with ivy on it and a like an arch door. It was magical. It's like an English castle. You open the door, the, the arch, like wooden door, and you're in this courtyard, and they had a fish pond in the courtyard. Yard, Ellen left her fish. <laughs> and then Jessica got really attached to the fish, but she forgot to feed them. So they were uh, always dying, but they never told Jessica the fish were dead. Uh, and so they, they kept buying new fish. And Jessica was always looking in the pond like, that fish looks different. You I was know, like, I've had the girl. same dog since I was two. <laughs> What's wrong with that? No? It's like a hamster. If you've got a kid, I know, don't know. It's all good. It's the Why same do you dog. Talk to me later? It's the same dog, sweetie. Been, sweetie, it's the I've same. Sweetie, it's the same, it's the same dog. Same dog. Maybe same, a little sweetie, different color. Sweetie, but... <laughs> um, two, two new movies that are coming out. Uh, one with Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, <gasps> called A Star Can't Is Born. Wait. Uh, I believe this Friday. And then another one where the, the trailer just came out, The Rocket Man. Elton John. It's incredible. Now, I have a little info on Rocketman, uh, not Elton John, but Taron Edgerson. He's cute. Who, who it was like. going to be Justin Timberlake. Uh, That's could, who they wanted, I think, I, at I, one point. I could see that, but here's the thing. So Taron made this movie with Hugh Jackman maybe about four years ago called Eagle Eye. Eagle <laughs> Eye was about an Olympic, you, you know, uh, uh, a, a guy who competed in the Winter Olympics, uh, who wasn't supposed to be in the Winter Olympics, and like a really underdog story. A true story based on a true, true story? story move, movie didn't that's, do so well. Good. I've not heard that of it. was his, I'll do this movie if you put me in consideration for this movie right how here. How did they relate? Was it the same producer? or how? I think it's under the same production company because uh, it's a different, because Fox put out Eagle Eye. Uh, uh, 
whatever the the Olympic movie was, and I believe Sony. So it's so it paid off for him. So yeah, he's like, I'll I, do this little shitty movie right. that's not so great, but I want to do the Elton John bio yep. and put me. And that, well, it worked but out in, into consideration. I know so. him from Kingsman. Yep. That, he's yeah, very really good. great. First Kings movie, uh, really Kingsman good. movie, great. Second one, no, eh, yeah, not no, so no, much. No, no. But the, and, and he's a good-looking guy, and he's kind of charming. And look, I've got the uh, I've got the screener up on. Uh, the coming attraction yeah. on Naughty Gossip. Go watch it. It's really, it's only two minutes. He looks like Elton. It looks incredibly good. And oh, and one too that you'll probably never go see, but uh, you know what? I want you to come with me one around Thanksgiving to come see uh, the Creed 2, the Rock, the, the Sylvester never, Stallone never, movie. Never. Thank you very much. But, Tell me right. about it. Uh, hey, you know, we, we got to give a, a big shout out to a brand new listener of who, our podcast. Who do we have? His name's Darren Davis. So hello, Darren. Hello, thank, Darren. Thank, thank Was you he for in listening. the Versace movie? I, I believe so. Yeah, I love you. I, <laughs> I believe so. So, Darren, thank you very much for listening. Do you listening. know Darren? Uh, very, uh, a little bit. You know, he, 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 I know he's a big boss here at, at iHeart. He's and a boss here? He, he's a Is big he cutie? Boss. Uh, you know, you tell me. You're the one that's meeting with um, him. I sounds cute to me. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Darren Davis, thank you for listening to Rob Shooter and myself. And thank you for everyone for listening each and every week. We see your reviews on iTunes. We see the the where are you guys on Twitter. Uh, trust me, we're here. It's just scheduling's a pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. But, Rob, have a great week. You too, my friend. Take All care, right. love. Thank you for listening to Garrett and Rob Shooter. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.